Oh boy, this should be fun. Hi everybody, Uh, my name is Ashley and I wanted to welcome you guys to just a fun new podcast I decided to start because, well, who doesn't love NFL football? Um, My name is Ashley again and this is Not Your Average Cheerleader um, from of course, a woman who secretly loves football. I don't think it's much of a secret to my friends and family and people who constantly have to hear me talk about it in conversations, but um, it should be fun. So here I'm going to talk about NFL highlights, NFL sports. I'm going to talk about, of course, the players, the teams. I'm going to talk about the game. I'm going to talk about trades. I'm going to talk about the business aspect of it. I'm going to talk about it all of which I can that centers around NFL football. Um, Of course, a little bit about me. Um, this is going to be my favorite pastime. At this point, NFL has taken up at least three days of the week. Who's with me? Um, Monday, Thursday, Sunday. I think at one point they even had a game on Saturday. And I was like, they're about to take up every day of the week. I just feel it. It's going to happen. And I just, I'm obsessed with the game. I enjoy watching it. Um, that athlete's mentality. I love it. I love watching players interviews. I love them discussing, you know, their work ethic, their drive, their practice, the behind the scenes, the mentality piece of it that they have to do outside of the game to perform the way they want to inside the game and the team mentality that these guys portray as, you know, that camaraderie. Um, So we're going to really dive into all of that. Um, By no means that I major in journalism, I actually majored in government. That's my background. I'm getting my PhD in law and public policy, but that doesn't mean you can't have a fun pastime, right? Right. So... We're going to dive in. This is the one of many. Um, The first thing about myself, my family, we watch football every Sunday night. If we could get to it on Monday night and Thursday night, we do. But Sunday night is the night. Um, Super Bowl, that's like a holiday in my house um, because mainly me and my entire family, we all love different teams. Me, I am a diehard 49ers fan. I was with them when they won two games a season. And I was with them when they went all the way to the Super Bowl. I've been to two games physically live um, at the new stadium they built in San Francisco. That was one of the best moments of my life. I had so much fun. Um, Me and a friend went. Um, I went to another NFL game uh, with the Jaguars versus the Cardinals when I was going to law school in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, And I have hopefully plans to go to a game this year. I know COVID-19 has really shut down our entire world, our country. And, you know, I just want to give a shout out to all the frontline workers out there, nurses, doctors, surgeons, clinic owners, you know, first responders, paramedics, police officers, grocery store workers, gas station workers, um, you know, the electricity companies, all of them who are basically going up, getting up every morning, going to work to help keep our communities and our countries afloat. Thank you. Shout out to you for all you do, your bravery, your sacrifice. We love you from my living room to yours, wherever you are. Thank you so much. We can't thank you enough for getting us through this pandemic, getting us through this difficult time. And to dive back into my family, like I said, diehard 49ers fan. I will say this. uh, My dad is now a Kansas City fan. He was a Seahawks fan, but that changed when the Seahawks threw that pick in the Super Bowl when they should have ran the ball with Marshawn Lynch. We're not going to get into that. Just know that that's why he switched teams. Um, So he's a Kansas City fan. Um, My mom switches teams a lot. She loves football. She just switches teams a lot. But she's the queen of the house, so she can do whatever she wants. Um, She loves uh, the Saints. I think she's really a Saints fan. She claims she's still a Carolina Panthers fan, 
but she really loves the Saints. I don't know what it is. She just loves the Saints. My sister, die-hard Dallas Cowboys fan. I, you know, since I came out of my mother's womb, my sister was a Dallas Cowboys fan. I don't know if anybody knows this game. We used to play the game NFLopoly. It was an NFL take on Monopoly. Of course, I think y'all picked up that shameless plug. But we played it all the time. You traded players, do not pass, go. You know, you landed on the Patriots, who's your quarterback. I'll take your such and such for such and such. And it was honestly like a weird version of fantasy football, so to speak. You had to know the game to really know how to play the board game. Um, Me and her used to play all the time. I think that's where I really learned sports was kind of from her because she was so obsessed with football. And my brother's a Green Bay Packers fan. So as you can see, there's a lot of trash talking that goes on in my house when the season starts. And that's enough about me and my background and my family. So let's get into the first episode of not your average cheerleader. Let's talk about some NFL highlights that's happened over, you know, last month or so. You know, I really dug into the NFL draft. Let's start there. I don't know how everybody else felt. As a 49ers fan, I joined the chat room. I was very particular about who we were going to get to fill the gaps on the team as if I had even a say. And I was running it on two different devices. That's how dedicated I was. Was it boring? Partially, yes, because It's not like you could really see what the guys are doing, like the movie with Kevin Costner, which I do have, Draft Day. One of my favorite low-key movies, by the way, um, where you could see them, like, debating and yelling at each other. I wish they had cameras inside to show that, but then that would be giving them too much away. So um, I was sitting there watching the countdown on my phone of who was on the clock. I was watching the chat room on my iPad, and I'm like, who are the 49ers going to get? And while I'm, like, chatting with this other guy who I don't even remember his handle, um, about the 49ers and who they're going to pick up. We need a wide receiver. This guy comes in the chat and he was like, why are women in here? And I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I'm in my Kevin Hart voice, wait a minute. Did he just, you didn't just say what you just said. Like, so it was like me and like four other females that kind of jumped at him a little bit like, excuse you, that's disrespectful. Women can talk about football as well because there's a few of us that actually do love to watch the game. Um, And we're in here because we love the sport. And he didn't say anything else for the rest of the chat, which is fine, because that was a little bit misogynistic of him. Not a little bit. It was misogynistic of him. Um, So we're waiting. Countdown's happening. Now, in the Zoom chat, video chats, you can see the celebrities, um, the players who jumped in. There was, like, George Kittle. There was Travis Kelsey. You had um, a few quarterbacks join, and they didn't have the chat room running at the time during that Zoom call chat that you could watch. You just couldn't chat at the bottom. It was cut off. Um, But you had, like, Kevin Hart, Brett Favre, Tom Brady. Um, You had um, Russell Wilson. Um, Travis Kelsey rejoined again. Um, We had, like, Future was in there. Had some rappers. Had Cedric the Entertainer join. Um, You had Deion Sanders, of course. They kept dogging him on his chair. It was the funniest thing in the world. I want to say, hands down, the second one, the second Zoom call they did with Kevin Hart and all them in it, I never laughed so hard at guys dogging themselves. Even at one point, Tom Brady was like, Russell, you know, why are you in a van out in the front of your house? You don't have Wi-Fi, bro. I I mean, they were just dogging each other. It was so good. They kind of forgot that fans were kind of watching this and they were going in. So if you get to go, go to YouTube and watch that. It was hilarious. Um, But anyway, let's get into the fact that the 49ers, they drafted defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw. Great. Congratulations to him. I'm not going to lie. I was still looking for a wide receiver. 
we lost the Super Bowl. And it was hardening for me. It was a devastating blow. I don't get angry during games. That's a lie. I do get angry. I trash talk. I do a whole lot. I can back it up a little bit. But when I said, like, that that one player, I don't know if it was Travis Kelsey or whomever was running the ball, their foot was out. I felt like it was an Ace Ventura pet detective moment. Laces out. His foot was out. It was out. And I got so upset when they were like, oh, Kansas City's going to win the Super Bowl. I picked up my stuff in the house, just bursted out the door, cursing, walking to my car. And my dad comes running out, Ashley, it's okay to lose. It's okay to lose. And I'm just like, man, beep. You know, I'm beating myself out. But I was just like, yo, I was a sore loser because foot was out. But at that point, it wouldn't have made a difference because Jimmy Garoppolo threw three picks anyway. And I didn't even understand why we switched from a running game to throwing the ball. You got to the Super Bowl by running the ball. And then they started letting Jimmy G throw. So I was like, we need another wide receiver that he can create a connection with make his target so he could get better at really throwing the ball. I need that level of confidence when we get back there because we're still in that contendership for, you know, going back to the Super Bowl. I feel like they owe me this. They don't owe me anything, but I feel like they owe me this. So we did draft a wide receiver. I'm glad we got one because I was worried me and another person that was a 49ers fan was in there. I was like, don't worry, we're going to get one. I was like, I hope so because I feel like Jimmy G really needs to work on that passing game because his face during the Super Bowl when he would throw the ball, that nervousness, it made me nervous. Like, I cringed watching him throw the ball because it scared me a little bit. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, when you watch some other quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers or you watch Tom Brady or you watch, you know, Matt Ryan or, or you know, kind of tenured quarterbacks throw the ball. They don't have that scared look on their face. Jimmy G had it. Now I get it. The Super Bowl is the biggest stage you could play on. You worked hard to get there. And no offense, you know, the debate is you got there by not really throwing the ball as much. But it was the third quarter, boo. I feel like at that point, you should have adjusted to the environment you were in. We're trying to win a game. So I, at one point, even George Kittle was wide open down in the end zone. and They didn't even see him. So, you know, I'm really hoping this season we turn that around, we go back, we make amends, and that redemption moment. But let's get into real quick the, the Bengals. Releasing Andy Dalton. And the Dallas Cowboys picking him up for $3 million. Man, oh man, when I heard that breaking news as a backup, I was like, I don't feel like he's going to be a backup, y'all. Because Dak still hadn't signed. He's still like all about this money. I'm like, look, Dak, I went to my sister and said, how are your quarterback going to demand money when he ain't winning no playoff games or championships? I'm confused. I always thought you you play, you earn, and then you can go in the room and negotiate and say, hey, I gave you this. This is what I deserve now because I've earned it. I mean, you think about Patrick Mahomes and his possible contract and where he's going to go. He can negotiate. He won a Super Bowl. But, Dak, I'm still waiting to see what your record going to look like, bro, because Andy Dalton's a three-time Pro Bowl, you know, drafter at this point he's also you know over 200 plus touchdown passes this isn't a shabby player at all and I'm not gonna lie to you if they could start Andy they just might bro you better stop playing around with your money um that's all I gotta say about that so my biggest thing was I was just like hey I'm interested to see what's gonna happen with that because them drafting him was kind of I feel like the GM's way of saying to Dak like hey 
if you don't want to take this contract we're offering you, we have no problem starting Andy Dalton. See how good he is? I feel like that was like a smack in his face. So I'm interested to see where that's going to go. That should be really interesting. And then we get into the Green Bay Packers during the NFL draft. In the very beginning, you guys, they drafted Jordan Love from Utah State as a backup quarterback. Can you believe that? Backup quarterback. Oh, my gosh. How does Aaron Rodgers feel? I wish so. Can someone ask him for me? Get back. Um, I'm not going to lie. I feel like he's probably, like, upset. You know when sometimes your coaches and your GMs or whomever else is on your team that's, like, in the office chairs are sending you, like, weird subliminal messages? You feel like they're subliminal? Like, you feel like there's a catch? That's kind of how I feel in regards to, of course, with this whole thing with Aaron Rodgers. I know from track. Our coaches do it to us all the time on a smaller scale, right? When the freshmen used to come in, we were juniors, seniors. I ran the four by one. I ran the four by four, not purposely. I never really liked running more than 400 meters, but my coach made me do it because apparently I got fast after my injury. Doesn't matter. He was like, oh, you have to earn your spot every year. And we worked hard. We trained hard. I found that as I got older in high school, I became a better athlete. Um, because you just trained harder because you knew these freshmen were going to come in and the coaches were going to dangle them in front of you like, oh, someone might take your spot. Someone might take your spot. I don't know if that's what they're doing to Aaron Rodgers, but I don't like it because Aaron Rodgers has given a lot to that franchise and a lot to the Green Bay Packers. So I'm really interested to see where that's going to go. I know I'm not the only one. We can discuss that more on another podcast. And then, of course, you have the Patriots. What's happening in New England? I mean, they not only released their kicker, they let Tom Brady go, traded Gronk on his, um, you know, Tim Mill that was left on his contract in the year he had left. He came out of retirement to go play for the Buccaneers. There's a lot going on. Oh, my gosh. I need this season to happen, you guys. Like, you don't understand. Like, Tom Brady wearing a different uniform. And who was I talking to? Oh, I was talking to somebody from work. And they were like, could you imagine if Tom Brady goes back to the Super Bowl without Bill Belichick? Please, let's save that debate for another podcast. Let's save that whole conversation for the next episode. I promise it's going to be great. We're going to dive in and talk about that. But that's all the craziness that's been happening over the last month, actually two months, with these announcements. And then, you know, you just get into Gronk coming out of retirement, the little video commercials that they're doing. It's absolutely insane. So those are some of the NFL highlights that I wanted to discuss with you guys in my welcome video. On top of that, they released the NFL schedule. I am praying, hoping, fasting, really, that this season happens because I really want to go to the 49ers at Patriots. I would love um, to watch the 49ers play. If any of my friends were in the room with me right now, they would probably say, you just want to see Julian Edelman play because you're such a big fan of his. You know, I'll watch. I'm going to downplay this as much as I can. I'll watch and play. I'm there to see my team play. Don't please don't mistake in that. Um, so that's the biggest thing I would probably say about the NFL schedule is I know people are eyeballing these games. There are certain teams that are playing each other. And now because we have moved so many players around like chess pieces, it's interesting to see which teams are going to be top contenders. Granted, you still have your teams that went to the Super Bowl last season. You have the 49ers, of course, Kansas City, who won. They're back up at the top of the list. Saints, who were always in the playoffs. Um, Drew Brees is still, again, he signed back with the Saints again to extend his contract. And then you have the Buccaneers part of that conversation now. That is weird, you guys. I remember a time when the Buccaneers weren't even a thought. 
I'm not trying to disrespect any Buccaneers fans, but there was a time where you, that team wasn't a thought. Now you take the weapons that are already down there, toss in Tom Brady and Gronk. There could be some magic happening down there that we can't ignore. So on top of that, there's a lot to expect this season. And let me tell you, I am so excited to dive into all of it from with you guys as from fan to fan. I know some of the guys are probably like, what does this girl know about football? You know, let's just listen to me talk about it. Join the conversation. Leave some comments. I'll be happy to respond and answer. We can have good conversation. I do this all the time with my guy friends at work. I do it all the time with my family. I do it all the time in chat rooms myself. I'm not, you know, I wouldn't say, yeah, like I'm very well versed in wanting to have these conversations because they're fun. And this is all about having fun and enjoying the season, which I hope we get to do. So please subscribe come back join me because I'm telling you right now it's only going to get more interesting you can't see my face you can't see my hands moving I talk a lot with my body language but this is from a you know the mind of a female who secretly loves the game and your first episode of not your average cheerleader see you guys back for the next one